and away we go. Welcome to the Barbecue Show, episode number two. Turn the quiet up. I like it. I like it a Turn lot also. Down. Uh, my name is Jake. This is Stunt. So it's the uh, Saturday Barbecue Show. I guess we call it the Saturday Show. We don't, shouldn't do that because you never know. They might move us. <laughs> we better not stick. I think after last week's name debacle, we're like, we don't know what to call it. Right. Well, I think we're going to just lie down. We stop trying to be smart and clever. It's just the Barbecue Show. I like that. I think it's got a nice uh, It's got a nice ring. It's got a nice feel to it. And that's really what it is. It's, it's a show simple. about barbecue. Yeah. And it's easy. Yeah. Well, listen, we're so glad that you chose to join us today. As always, you're welcome to reach out if you ever have a uh, question, a comment, uh, something to contribute, or you just want to uh, hear us say your name on the radio. Woo-hoo. You can always email us. I think we said last week we were just going to use the uh, jakep at radiomancato.com email address. Again, until we uh, get picked up and go national That's and we right. get uh, fancy stuff, we'll just... Uh, when that happens. We'll, we'll, keep it, we'll keep it at that so that it's uh, fairly simple and easy to follow and everybody's on board. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, um, first off, I want to say a thank you to the listeners because I've heard uh, lots of feedback this week from Isn't people. Isn't that fun? Yeah, it's uh, it's great that people are paying attention and they uh, they seem to like the show. Um, we they get, like us. They really, they like, really us. like us right now. So uh, what's interesting too is that we actually got a uh, uh, got a phone call on my regular radio show on Friday. Oh yeah, yeah. Who called in and asked about it and said, uh, "Hey, you guys going to keep doing that?" And, and we are until they uh, until they tell us we can no longer do it. We will continue to do it. And that so is super awesome. We appreciate it. Uh, and I think it would be remiss if we didn't point out that we're always welcome and open to sponsorships. If that's something you'd like to do, if you own a company or you just have a few extra bucks you'd like to throw our way, <laughs> you two can become an exclusive sponsor. You two can think about us. Of the barbecue show. Oh that's my for gosh. sure. So, um, a couple things going on. I think maybe we maybe we'll get to this later. You actually have an itinerary. I don't have it in front of me. I got one over here still. There you so. go. So um, I know there's a, a barbecue contest this weekend. That's at Madison Lake, right? Uh, there is. Yep, that's right. Uh, one of those the weekends where I'm not. I can't get to it. Wait, was it this weekend? Now that you say it out loud. It might not have been this weekend. Listen, folks, we're the experts on barbecue. We know exactly <laughs> what we're talking about here, clearly. Um, I thought they had it this week. Or is it, maybe is it next week? I got two in my head. There's one June 5th and there's one June 12th, and I can't do either one of them. Okay. But I was going to sign up for one of them because I want to start doing some competitions, right? I think it'd be a lot of fun. I think it would be also, and it's if it's one of those things where, when it comes to when it comes to barbecue, when it comes to grilling, when it comes to smoking, it's such a personal. Uh, experience the way you do it is different than the way I do it, which is different than the way anybody else does it. So you you kind of want when you get it good, you want to show it off, you right? Know? You, if you finally find a way that works and people start to talk about it, you love it. You want to keep going with it. Uh, last weekend, with it being a barbecue day and also Traeger Day, mm-hmm. uh, we made all that food out with our buddy Jeremy with Ben of the River uh, Barbecue. So good, everything was just amazing food. And there's photos of that on my Instagram. That's where it's hanging out right now. But uh, that was going on, and I was paying yes. attention to social media because Traeger does all this stuff on their Instagram. Uh, they had the card tree artist Thomas Rett with one of these guys named uh, Matthew Pittman, who's out of Texas. He does Meat Church Barbecue. Nice. Uh, but I was also watching Memphis in May. The World Championships are going on last weekend. Okay. And it was kind of fun to kind of follow along because that's a big event. And it was even it was smaller, but still big because of COVID. Right. Uh, it was like the first real thing happening once again out there in Memphis. And winning it all was, I think this name gets, everybody knows this name, I think. Myron Mixon? Mixon? Okay. I actually don't know how I say it right or not. But he's like a four-time, now five-time world champion as he won Memphis in May. 
He won the whole hog competition as Jack's Old South is his company name. Uh-huh. And just looking at the like, I see. I get all enamored. I look at all the rigs, what they're driving, what they're right. cooking on. I get so excited about all that, and I have no idea why. I don't know why I'm doing it. It's but, exciting. It's fun to look at the look at all the stuff. You know, like, it is from from my aspect, which is a non cooking or non barbecue aspect. It's the same same thing in in the DJ world where I have existed for years. Is that there are guys who love to do the entertaining part, but then there's the gear nuts mm-hmm. who love the speakers and they got to have the new speaker and the new software <laughs> and the cool light and the all of the stuff so you know there's different uh, there's different style and it's fun to like the gear and that's uh, that's all right it is hey i did look uh yeah today started at 6 a.m goes till 5 madison lake this is a minnesota backyard toy qualifier uh the minnesota barbecue society fire smoke sauce rub Land of 10,000 pits is their uh, slogan. Oh, nice. Yeah, look at that bad boy. Well, I'm missing it on a, that one then. They got a logo and everything over there in Madison Lake. We got to step <laughs> up our game, man. We, we're, we're behind the eight ball. I'll get, I'll get us a logo this weekend. I'll work on that. All right. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll put that high on the priority list. That's I'll sure. avoid any other work just to make us a logo. How about that? I think that's got a, uh, it's got a certain ring to it. It really, uh, really does. Where else but America would they let us just turn us loose for half an hour on the radio and say, guys, do what you want. Just talk about barbecuing. I guess we call the shots. That's for sure, huh? You know, nobody's the boss of me. Um, <laughs> before we dive in, and because I, I want to touch yeah. base a little bit on uh, a follow-up, you kind of mentioned that the pictures are available on your Instagram page. Give that address again in case people want to uh, see. My what Instagram about. is stuntmonkey nine six seven. That's stuntmonkey nine six seven, which is where you can always see the amazing recipes and the finished products that uh, that we talk about. We're going to probably have to add a YouTube channel at some point here, I think, too, right? <laughs> right. I like that we just keep planning this thing out. Okay, yeah, yeah we just get it gets bigger and bigger. Um, one of the things I wanted to kind of uh, get us started with today because i think i know your opinion on this and i think you're going to agree but uh, you know there was a study i've read yesterday that came out that said half the people in the united states of america judge other people based on how they like their steak cooked they said that is a you know and and i first i thought well that makes sense because we're so judgmental in this country but then i thought about it more and i was like well, yeah, it makes perfect sense because anybody who's ordering their steak well done right away, you're thinking, what's wrong with that whack job? <laughs> well, yeah, there's something. Did somebody drop that poor guy on his head when he was a kid? And what he's happened? just nothing's firing the way it's supposed to up there. You know, everything's mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. missing out. Um, and, you know, here's what I found um, with most people that I've met that like their steak well done. What they're, what they're coming from is a, a long past of two things. One, not buying good quality meat because when you have poor quality meat you need to cook it a little longer right just to kind right. of seal in some flavor on that thing and two what i find is that not only are they cooking an inferior steak but they're also they've never had a good properly medium or medium rare cooked steak mm-hmm. is that you know, right. someone's done it and they've undercooked it and it's been too little or mm-hmm. it's been you know because if you cook a if you cook a a horrible sirloin to a rare it's going to taste like a horrible rare sirloin. But right. if you cook a good, you, whereas if you take a really it's about nice quality and how you do it, yeah, absolutely. If you take a good quality, you know, ribeye, for example, and you cook that to medium rare or rare, and you do it right, where you get it, where because a lot of people don't do it right, they do it low and slow because mm-hmm. they think, well, I don't want to overcook it, and then what happens is it doesn't, it doesn't cook up. You get that gray looking, you know. Like when you do steaks on your gas grill, you know, you right. don't get enough heat generated to properly sear a steak. Now, which is different than when we talk about, like when you talk about your Traeger and doing a, a brisket or doing a big prime rib or things along those lines, that's a different process. But when it comes to a steak, you typically want to cook it hot and fast. 
on both sides quickly. Get that seared in. So you get that seared in. And there's different ways you can do it where you can do it slower to begin with to get it cooked evenly all the way through and then sear it so you don't get what they call the bullseye effect, you know, where you get it nice and perfectly pink in the middle and then it gets, you know, the color changes as right. it goes out. I'm making hand signals here in the studio. You <laughs> they, can't see me, can't but, see but Stunt can see me. He knows what I'm talking about. And he's like, yeah, right. And he's got the same look on his face that I have right now, which is suddenly I'm really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Always. After every week so far. You're right. It just uh, it just sort of happens. So, um, And then, there, then there's the reverse here, which is when you do it exactly. first. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And, and that's typically how I do mine because it's easy and it's fast. You know, if you're gonna if you're going to cook the steak first and then sear it later, there's a, there's extra steps there because to do it well, you need to put it in the oven or like a smoker, for example, mm-hmm. at a very low temp for a little while and get it to a spot where it's just about rare, and then let it set. You know, let it sit, let it come back to room temp, and then when you're ready to eat, then you throw it on a hot grill or a hot pan or you know whatever a fire source and just sear it quickly on both sides to get that crisp on the edges and then warm it up and then boom you're ready to go so yeah you know a little a little uh, a little different but and you can do it either way you know it's it's this world of steak is all sorts of different techniques like you just said and ways and there's arguments of how you do it people do it um in a cast iron pan just constantly spooning butter or or juice whatever you got over top (laughs) i had uh ex-girlfriend's grandma cook steak up in a giant cast iron pan she made steaks for the whole family mm-hmm. and i watched her just take this butter and just continually scoop i'm like i've never had it this way this is gonna be interesting right mind-blowing and i will never ever not forget about that steak the yeah. girl i don't even remember yeah. the steak what girl i'm gonna remember forever you always remember the steak that's how it's done <laughs> um and you know when you watch even some of the the big fancy chefs will do their steaks in a frying pan you know, right. on, a, on a thing, you know, when you go to a, a, a very upscale high end steakhouse, for example, those steaks are being broiled at 17 to 1800 degrees. I mean, they're really hitting those things hard and fast. And that's why I say a lot of people see these steaks or they go to a restaurant, they go to a fancy steakhouse and they have the most expensive steak of their life. And they go, well, that was amazing. And they don't realize all the prep that, you know, that, that the steak was dry aged for, you know, maybe right two or months or some three months. And that intensifies the flavor. And then it was cooked super fast and super hot. And then you go home and you put it on your 300 degree gas grill in the backyard and you try to get that same steak to turn out the same way way. and it it doesn't uh and it doesn't work it just doesn't work you got to have you got to have some tricks up your sleeve so to speak that being said i wouldn't judge somebody for having it done well done i just would just go okay no i agree i I feel like i can't judge them for that because i grew up with it as hockey pucks Mm -hmm. for a very long time and it probably wasn't until i was 23 or 24 i was like made my own steak i'm like Wow, this is like candy. What the yeah. heck did I eat all those yeah, years? Yeah, no kidding. And, and like I had mentioned in, uh, when I first started talking about it, I think a lot of people who, en- not not all, but some people just have not had a well, I don't say a properly or a, a, a rare cooked steak done mm-hmm. the way it should be. And uh, I, same thing, I have a great girlfriend story also where a girl I was dating in high school, and my, I always liked my steaks more on the crispier, well done side, right. kind of like I like my toast and uh, my Cheez-Its. <laughs> And, and I remember, uh, and also we never really bought good steak at my house. We didn't do steak a lot. And right. I remember, uh, father of the of the girlfriend said, uh, "No, no, no. Here's how here's how steak should look, and here's how it should be cooked." And I ate it, and I was like, "What?" It's a moment. It's a moment you'll never forget. Yeah, I can't remember her name, but uh, 
Her dad was Jeff, uh, avid walleye fisherman, avid outdoorsman, and he could grill a steak. <laughs> so. And he was a great, could have been a great father-in-law, but it just didn't work out. <laughs> it just didn't work out. Yeah, that's funny how that works. So, um, But yeah, you don't want to judge people entirely, I don't think. No, I usually don't, just because they get to have it however they want it. And I know mean, there's plenty right. of chefs who are like... Angry as all get out if you ordered their steak. Exactly. Well done. But. Yeah, it's it's the same thing as you know you don't put ketchup on. Or when you're at a restaurant, and they say, "Do you need steak sauce?" And then uh, <laughs> the standard response is always, "I, I hope not." Yeah, yeah, right. If right, I need right. some steak sauce on this thing, that means it really didn't turn out. You very didn't well. do a good job. Yeah, it's it's not uh, it's not what we wanted it to be. What we should do is uh, take a quick break. I know you want to talk about some rubs. Yeah. Right. And uh, we want to follow up a little bit on uh, how everything turned out from Traeger Day and Barbecue Day last week. So what we'll do is we'll take a very quick break. It's episode number two of the barbecue show with stunt i'm jake we'll be your hosts uh for uh, a few more minutes yet we're about halfway through the program we'll take a quick break we'll be right back with more of the barbecue show on ktoe don't go away i just spin around i want to feel it sway i want to feel it sway Welcome back to the Barbecue Show on KTOE Saturday with uh, Jake and Stunt. So glad you chose to join us today. Turn the quiet up. Turn the noise down. I wonder if Eric Church knows he's become our official theme song. Uh, let's hope not, because then he'll, he'll charge us for it. Yeah, so. that's true. A good idea. So yeah, <laughs> keep that. He's a good guy, but I'm still thinking he's probably going to get uh, somebody on that one. Right. Keep that to yourself, if you uh, if you don't mind. Welcome to episode two, or halfway through episode two, of the Barbecue Show with uh, Jake and Stunt. Stunt and Jake, we're so glad you joined us today. You're always welcome to reach out if you want uh, to do so. You can uh, send us an email anytime uh, at uh, Jake P at RadioMankato.com. We were talking about steaks before we took a break, um, different ways to cook them. I've got some stuff we could get into on that a little bit later, but uh, maybe we'll save that for next week because I know we want to talk um, a, a little bit about rubs because uh, one of the things that you do that I do not do is uh, you're a, you stunt are a big rub guy. You like to uh, create rubs, mix rubs. I have uh, really gotten into it, yeah. Yeah, and, and I don't do that nearly as much as I probably should. I'm more of a, you know, some salt and pepper on there. Maybe well, a there's something Montreal. to be said about that, too. Just a little, a little yeah. Montreal, a little S&P. But I feel like it's fun to kind of play with different things and see what happens. I made burgers this last week on the Blackstone mm. that I used uh, Killer Hogs. I don't know if it was his AP sauce or what it was, or AP rub or not, but it was just amazing. Like it right. just, the burgers were like perfect, and so it was really exciting to do. And it was just I like I do like playing with that. And I have a, I have all these sauces in my house, but I never actually make anything that requires sauce, which I'll take as a compliment to myself, right? Sure. But then I'm like, wait, why do I keep buying sauces? Yeah, I should probably start using them somehow. But for the seasonings, there's just so many different kinds you can use. Um, and this, I like the fact that you can bring it in with different sweetness and different from different things too. Yeah. On Thursday, I made chicken drummies on the grill. Okay, and I I watched a video. Um, I think it was I think it was Guy Fieri doing one of his diners drives at a place that did um, jerk chicken. Okay, and I'm like, I want to try some jerk chicken. So that's what the inspiration was. So I was like, looked up a recipe and went to the store, bought some of the stuff and. Uh, besides the fact that it fried my lips, it was hot. <laughs> um, it, I got the, my friends were like, "This is not that bad." I'm like, "I'm kind of starting to sweat." <sighs> I, I can do hot foods a little bit hotter than I ever used to, but now it's still there's still obviously a limit there. Right. So. It gets uh, it catches up with you after a while. I did chicken a couple weekends ago. And uh, I sent some home with it was I think it was a third it doesn't matter uh, but I had some friends over and my buddy couldn't be there but his wife and his kids were there and we did and so we sent some chicken home for him and it was all barbecued because uh, you know you, barbecued chicken's like ribs you know it's got to be good and sticky and, oh, yeah. and delicious but at any rate so the next time I saw him last weekend he said hey what was the sauce you used 
And I'm in the same boat you were because I went to the fridge to get some barbecue sauce. And I was like, okay, I've got a, I've got a, a honey barbecue. <laughs> I've got a traditional KC masterpiece or sweet baby rays or whatever. And then I had another one that was like a weird spice thing. But I only had about a, you know, a third to two thirds of a bottle of each. So what I did is, of course, poured them all into oh, one yeah. bowl <laughs> and mix it all up, you know, and kind of created this new sauce from scratch. And he's like, what sauce was that? It was really great. It had some sweetness. I think I felt, there was a little honey hint in there. And then there was this spice to it. And I said, well, the thing is, it was three bottles of, you know, random stuff I found in the garage fridge and was like, oh, this looks good. And pour it all together. You know? <laughs> and it, it works out. It works out really well. It all well. comes together. Yeah. yeah. And one of the things I like to do, too, sometimes with chicken uh, and occasionally barbecue or quickly barbecue is, unforg- is is forgiving that way. Yes. Like you can kind of not mess up, but mess up and it'll still turn out maybe just different, but it's still really good. Yeah. Is a lot of times with my chicken, I like to cook it a little while, just little with a little light seasoning, you know, mm-hmm. a little S and P on there and let it start to kind of let the skin start to kind of sear it just a touch before I put sauce. But a lot of times what I'll do is, especially if I'm mixing sauces is I'll take the sweet sauce. Like if I got a honey barbecue or something a little sweeter and I'll do that right away. Okay. And I'll cook it and I'll roll them a few times with the sweet sauce and let that kind of penetrate in. And then the last few rolls I'll use a spicier sauce. So you get a little bit of that spice on the outside, but the spice doesn't penetrate into the meat. You still get that sweet finish right, right. once you get through the sauces. And it's, you know, it's it's a it's a layering thing. It's definitely know? a layering thing. <laughs> it's honestly the so the hotness of that jerk chicken I kind of made. Yeah. Which I'm not even sure if it still classifies as jerk chicken. I mean, that's kind of the recipe I went with, but I don't know. I could go for the easy joke here, which is uh, who was the guy cooking it? <laughs> hey, it was no, me. Bum, I'm the bum. jerk. Uh, <laughs> but uh there was flavor there. There was multiple levels of different flavor there. And the thing I, at the end of it, the only thing I thought is I could probably use a little bit more sweetness at the end of the bite. Okay. However, I get that. Like, yep, there's right. the heat. It's got that that zing. Nice. And then there's some flavor there, but then there's something missing. So yeah. something to come up with some sweetness to it. If uh, the commercial break got me over the hunger, it's back. <laughs> it's back. It's back. I'm, ba- I'm definitely hungry again. <laughs> it's back. It's, uh, it's, it's brewing down there. I'm thinking I need some barbecue chicken right now. Um, so what? So do you, you like to buy dry rubs and then kind of add to them, mix them, or do you kind of create your own? What's a little uh, bit of a little history? Both. Here. Okay. So I have a just like the sauces. I have a plethora of rubs that are in the cupboard ready to go. But then I like to buy. I just have straight. Uh, cumin and cayenne and all that stuff, whatever you need. Mm-hmm. And I so I kind of just play with my own a little bit too, just to kind of figure out what works. And yeah. then, I, then at the end, you kind of throw in some of the other stuff. Like so, the for the um, for the jerk chicken, I used um, cayenne, uh, cumin, thyme, something else got thrown in there. I don't remember. And then I used uh, some meat church. Holy cow. Okay. Is a, is a, it's just extra to get that sweetness in there a little bit. Because I think there's garlic salt and a little brown sugar in there. And so that's what I use in that. Right, right. And just to kind of see how that went. And it was okay, like I said. But it's just like, so I mix, it is a mixture of everything. And then I don't, I, here's the thing. We call, I, I said we can be called barbecue experts on the show, but I, I really right. have no clue what I'm doing. I'm just having fun every time. Like, let's see what happens. Well, you know, and one of the things that I think is really important for us to point out and to actually say out loud, because I, this gets, this step gets missed and skipped a lot by many, many, many cooks all over the world, when you're building a sauce, whether you're mixing sauces together, building your own, or you're building your own rub, you have to taste it. You constantly have to be tasting your food because there's so many times you watch these cooking shows and they're like, did you taste your food before you... And they're like, "Uh, no. No. How do you know if it's good if you don't taste it through the process? a lesson to be taught right there. Never trust a skinny cook. (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly, exactly. Skinny Cook will let you down every time. You know they're not doing something right. So, uh, listen, next week on the show, what do we get? we've got a few more things. We'll get into some more competition stuff. That's I going think I want to start interviewing some people who do competition barbecue. I uh, just kind of get an idea of how they do it and what their recipes are. And honestly, one of these days, we should start breaking down one of our favorite recipes and just talk about it. Like, I agree. As we do the rub conversation, I do my own pulled pork rub. Nice. Uh, that I actually, because a lot of people just do pulled pork and that what comes out of the pan is what it is. But I throw seasoning on that and I love that. That's outstanding. So we could just definitely break that down and maybe talk to our buddy Jeremy about what competition looks like and I, I agree. We'll get, to, we'll get some guests. So, barbecue show on a Saturday with Stunt and Jake. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you back here again at 1130 next Saturday on KTOE. And a little